Hello! From CNN, I'm Taylor Galgano with the five things you need to know for Monday, October 30th. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu rejected calls for a ceasefire today, saying, quote, this is a time for war. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Netanyahu also pushed back against accusations that Israel is punishing the Palestinian people collectively in its pursuit of Hamas, saying Israel has been trying to prevent civilian casualties. This comes as Israel continues its expanded ground operations in Gaza. While today Hamas released a second video showing people who are believed to be held hostage by the terrorist group, it shows three women facing the camera, with one demanding Netanyahu secure their release. It appears intended to undermine Netanyahu with pointed criticism over his leadership. Separately, an Israeli official said a 23-year-old German-Israeli hostage has been found dead. In response to the conflict in the Middle East, we're seeing rising tensions and reports of hate crimes targeting Muslim and Jewish people across the U.S. Cornell University police are investigating a series of online anti-Semitic threats against the Jewish community there, including threats to shoot Jewish students. New York Governor Kathy Hochul said state police will increase their security on campus. We will not tolerate threats or hatred or anti-Semitism or any kind of hatred that makes people feel vulnerable. The Biden administration announced new actions today to tackle anti-Semitic incidents at colleges, as well as incidents of Islamophobia. That includes $38 million in grants aimed at helping local communities combat hate crimes that target vulnerable communities as the war rages on. This comes as the Chicago landlord, accused of stabbing a six-year-old Palestinian-American boy to death, pleaded not guilty today. Authorities say he stabbed the boy and his mother, who survived the attack because they were Muslim. The landlord faces multiple charges, including first-degree murder and hate crimes, and he'll remain held without bond. The disgraced crypto billionaire Sam Bankman-Fried took the stand again today in his criminal fraud trial. The 31-year-old has pleaded not guilty to seven counts of federal fraud and conspiracy related to the collapse of FTX and its sister trading house, Alameda Research. His ex-girlfriend, Caroline Ellison, was the CEO of Alameda. And earlier in the trial, she testified that Bankman-Fried had given the order to borrow customer funds from FTX to keep Alameda afloat. But today, the prosecutor brought up multiple instances when Bankman-Fried had publicly said the two companies operated independently of one another. Bankman-Fried repeatedly pushed back and stated he couldn't recall what he said to reporters in the past. But then he acknowledged Alameda could withdraw billions from FTX. The legal saga between the Biden administration and Texas over border security continues, as officials continue to grapple with a surge of migrants seeking to enter the U.S. at the southern border. Today, a federal judge said the Biden administration has to temporarily stop removing razor-wire Texas authorities placed near the town of Eagle Pass to stop people from entering the country. But the judge did say wire can be removed in the case of a medical emergency that could likely result in a serious injury or death. The Texas Attorney General sued the Biden administration last week, alleging that federal agents were destroying state property by cutting the wire to allow migrants into the U.S. When CNN reached out to the Biden administration, a DHS official said they could not comment on pending litigation. Coming up, some Democrats are trying to make the first over-the-counter birth control more affordable. Dozens of Democratic lawmakers are urging the Biden administration to require private health insurance plans to fully cover the first over-the-counter birth control. The FDA approved O-Pill in July, and it's expected to hit shelves next year. CNN health reporter Jacqueline Howard has more. 
We know that under the Affordable Care Act, insurers are required to cover birth control when it's prescribed, but this is a product that will be over the counter. So as of now, it's assumed that anyone who walks into a store or orders this online will have to pay the retail price. It's still unclear what the price of Opil will be. And that's a wrap. We'll be back at 10 p.m. Eastern with more news. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.